This portion of the Big Disc Show podcast is brought to you by Air. Ask yourself, where would you be without Air? And I know what you're thinking. Big Atmosphere has got Mr. Pole Jangles by the proverbial short hairs. But honestly, friends, I'm not getting compensated one red penny. Air pays me in ways that you can't possibly count with your bottom line. Why, I literally couldn't live without it. So I'm proud to have Air as a sponsor. Air, containing oxygen for the last 2.2 billion years. Enjoy it while it lasts. Thank you. Hey, everybody. This is Mr. Pole Jangles. I am in, uh, I guess it's Mesa, Arizona. And the Tempe are in the, what do you call it? Phoenix area. I am playing a course I've already played before. Um, There's lots of courses here to play. But um, I elected to play one I've already played. And I've actually already done a podcast on this with Emmett Disc Hume. Um, There's actually two courses here. And I was planning to play the other course. uh, But there was like a kind of a line of people there. Not much of a line. There was just a few. But I was kind of wanting to be uh, a little bit more on my own. So this is the more recreational course, I suppose. Be interesting to go back and listen to what uh, me at Emmett Discume thought of this course. Um, it's not too hot. It's probably about 70 degrees, which is nice. It's going to get up to 87 degrees. I've already played holes number one and hole number two, and I have bogeyed both of them. I'm playing a little bit on a bad ankle. I twisted my ankle a little bit playing um, pickleball. Pickleball yesterday with um, Diskin, no, not Diskin Jane, uh, with, uh, Sweet Lady Jingles, um, and it doesn't hurt too bad, but it is not letting me drive quite the length I like to, um, so I'm up to hole number three, it looks like they got some new tee pads poured, um, I, I think I played this course about three years ago, and these look like they're newer than three years, uh, they're nice, rectangle, um, I'd say they're probably... 10 feet by 5 feet, something like that. Um, okay, hole number 3 is across a bunch of scrub brush towards a saguaro, cacti, cactus. Um, it's slight dog leg to the left, I guess. I'm not sure the signs are completely accurate. Um, this one looks like it's a little bit to the left, but the sign says it should be straight away. It's not. It's not at all. So um, hole number 2... It had two pin positions, and that was the long one. It actually played across like a driveway road type thing. I'm not a big fan. I don't like it if you have an OB in the fairway. That's kind of uncool. Looks like there's a couple people on hole number one. Hole number one, I hit a tree right out of the gate. I didn't spend enough time warming up. I uh, actually had to make the walk of shame into um, the facilities. And I got to say... Don't come for the facilities, uh, especially if you got to drop a deuce, because uh, it's not the cleanest place in the world. So, um, that being said, I think the course was pretty cool last time I played it. So, um, do your business before you get out here. Trust me. All right, I'm up to hole number three. Here we go. All right, so I just got on hole number three, and I parred that. And I have to make a caveat. I actually did par hole number uh, three. Apparently, they're calling it a 
par four, and I'll take it because it was it was a little longer than I think the sign led it to believe. So I'm up to hole number four. Hole number four, you can't see it very well. It's well, I can see an orange dot now that I know. I've walked half the thing, um, and it's 330 feet is what it says. Um, it's quite a ways out there. It's pretty hard to see from here. A little dogleg to the left again. I'm gonna bust out my new. Dun, 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 star TL3 fairway driver. It's only been thrown one other time. So, um, that'll be good. Uh, let's see, a couple of observations. I don't know if I mentioned in the podcast last time. Uh, I've noticed that there's a lot of trucks up on blocks around here. Um, I can't tell if it's because there's a lot of people from out of town from Texas. Yeehaw, yeehaw. Or if it's a, a Phoenix thing. Uh, I also noticed that Phoenix has a lot of um, classic rock radio stations. And uh, you'll hear the same thing over and over, trust me. So, anyway, throwing a little, uh, I don't know, I'm sure they got a good station somewhere, but um, yeah, they do cater to the classic rock for sure. So, um, yeah, here we go. Hole number four at Red Mountain Disc Golf Course on the south side. Scratch what I said. Actually, hole number four is straight away. So I would think I must have been looking at hole number five. Uh, so yeah, it's straight away. There's a little orange dot on it. It looks a lot easier to get to. <laughs> I was going to say, the other one looked like it was at least a par four. So, And I'm changing my disc to my Mantra. Um, hasn't been going too well for me, but I'm not going to throw. I need a little extra distance, and it's not quite as much to the left. It's straight away. All right, so I made my way up to hole number six. Uh, hole number four, I bogeyed. I tried playing with the mantra, um, and I'm not throwing anything very flat, which is very frustrating. I think it's, I don't know if I'm favoring my f one foot or if uh, I'm just not uh, in disc golf shape. So throwing everything with kind of a hyzer angle, which is frustrating. So, um, yeah, hole number four, bogeyed. And then hole number five, so I wasn't going to do another uh, segment until I was like, I'm going to wait until I get par. So I went ahead and did throw my TL3, and it's still hyzered to the left, and I was kind of behind a tree. Um, but I was able to get, uh, let's see, oh, I don't know about a, f let's see, whatever 24 steps times three is, uh, 72 foot. That seems farther than it was, probably more like a 50 foot putt. Um, I got that in, so that was a birdie. So I'm now I'm pleased with myself. So um, I'm sure it won't last long. I'm up to hole number six, which is a 228-foot par three. It's straight down Broadway. There are brush on either side, so you really want to keep it tight. So I'm going to go ahead and bust out my Mako 3, um, since it's a shorter hole, and see if I can't park it underneath the basket. My guess is I probably won't, but here's hoping, you know. That's what, all you can do. So I'm not sure I'm going to play the whole course. One dumb thing that I did, I'm in the desert, and what did I forget? Yeah, you guessed it, water. So it's still pretty cool out, so I'm not feeling too bad or anything like that. Um, but I am feeling kind of stupid. But here we go, hole number six at uh, Red Mountain um, Disc Golf Course in, I think, Mesa. I'm hoping Mesa. I don't know. Not Mesa. Yeah, Mesa. I'll look it up. Anyway, here I go. Wish me luck. All right, so I'm up to hole number eight now. 
Hole number six, I parred uh, relatively easily. Um, hole number because it was a short one, I didn't have the greatest drive. Um, didn't have a very good look at, I think I hit the, oh yeah, I hit the top of the basket on the birdie shot. Um, and then got par. Hole number seven, um, I had kind of a weak drive, but then I overthrew my stupid layup, or my, uh, it was about a hundred foot shot. And it was just a little lengthier than I like. Um, and my putt missed, so I ended up with a bogey. So, boo-hoo, Mr. Bulljangles. <laughs> anyway, hole number eight. Hole number eight's really lengthy. The sign says 384, Udis says 391. So even though the mantra hasn't been doing that well for me, it's usually the disc that goes the furthest for me, and I got a lot of room to make up. I can't really see the basket. According to the sign, there's a dead tree, and it looks like it's about... 360 feet out there um, and it's off to the right of that and a little further back so I'm just going to try and wing it and then um, wherever my disc lands I'll see if I can't identify where the hole is so yeah so anyway the reason we're out here is we're visiting um, Sweet Lady Jingles and um, Treesbane's dad uh, he has a place out in Phoenix so um, nice little spring break trip with the kids and the, the wife um, so far it's been pretty good. We drove out here with the dogs, which, um, that's has its own kinds of challenges as some of you probably understand. Since we're coming from Kansas city, we made two stops. One was in Elkhart, Kansas. There's no disc golf course there in case you're wondering. Uh, and then we stopped in Albuquerque and didn't quite have a chance because we were trying to make it all the way to Phoenix the next day. Um, we did stop at the petrified, uh, forest national park. That was really neat. We tried to do that on a trip beforehand. So if you are out this way between Albuquerque and Phoenix, I highly recommend it. Uh, also, we did a climb uh, yesterday um, to the second highest peak in the Phoenix area. Uh, it was called the Summit um, Hike. Uh, I think we gained 2,000 feet and uh, it was 1.2 miles. Um, it was very much a challenge and I really did need water. We went through four bottles of water. So if you ever do that climb, uh, add another half again as many things of, of water as you do. But anyway, aside from that, I'm playing disc golf right now. So here we go. Hole number eight. All right. So I just finished up the front nine, uh, three over, which I'm not too proud of. I just bogeyed hole number nine. I, I parred hole number eight, um, but I bogeyed hole number nine. My putting sucks. Anything that's like, I mean, obviously I hit a birdie earlier that was from distance, but it was like no pressure like that. But man, my shorter putts, I'm just not looking good. Um, I think it's just rust. I need to get back in the swing of things. It's nice to be playing disc golf for sure in the sunshine. <sighs> Hole number 10. I, one thing that's kind of interesting is they've got little brooms set up on all the, uh, no, I guess just on two of the tee pads so far. So that you can kind of get some of the dust off of there. So that's kind of a nice amenity. Way to go, um, Red Mountain Disc Golf Course um, on the south side. I'm up to hole number 10, and hole number 10 I think was like 348. It's pretty close to the road, which I'm not a fan of, um, and you can't see the basket from the tee pad. Uh, it looks like uh, it's supposed to be straight away, but kind of towards, I don't know, not a fan. Um, there's a lot of scrub brush. I might be able to see it through there. I'm not quite sure. Um, a lot of scrub brush to get through. I think I'm going to go ahead and try and bust out, ooh, the destroyer? No, I don't think so. Um, 
I'm going to throw my Star TL3 um, just because it's going to hyzer back even if I get it a little too far to the right and probably stay out of going over the fence, which is OB. So, um, and that's what the sign says, is beyond the fence on the right is OB. So, here we go, hole number 10. It, you know, one thing that's, I haven't mentioned so far is uh, daylight savings was just a couple days ago, which was really confusing because my phone, for whatever reason, is not updating to where I am um, and gives me whatever it is in Kansas City for some reason, and I, I'm sure I can fix it. Don't send me any message. Well, you can send me a message if you want, but um, I'm just lazy uh, because I'm only be here temporarily anyway. Um, so, yeah, so when we were in Albuquerque, the time changed. And so it was one time in Kansas City, which was on my phone. They rolled it back in Albuquerque, but Phoenix doesn't follow that. So Phoenix is now on like West Coast time. So we there's three different time zones and it was really weird. Um, yeah, one other observation. Uh, jackrabbits are funny looking with big ears. I just noticed that. Uh, you see a lot of them around here. Um, a lot of rodents are, I guess, is a rabbit considered a rodent? I'm not quite sure. Anywho, 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 uh, hole number 10, here I go. All right, so I just need to calm down for a second. I bogeyed hole number 10, uh, I hit metal on my par shot, I hit a tree on my drive. I had a decent lay, the only thing that seems is my mid-range is okay. Uh, my driving sucks, my putting sucks, but that's okay, I'm at least outside playing disc golf. Um, but I was so flustered by hole number 10 that I didn't pay attention to what tee pad I walked over to. So I went ahead and played the hole 13 for some reason, didn't realize it until I got to the basket. So now I'm up to, I had to walk back. I went ahead and bogeyed that and I'm not going to play it again. Um, uh, and again, I hit, uh, the basket, but I just can't seem to get my putting in. I don't know if I need a new putter or if I just need practice. Practice is probably more important. Hole number 11 is 360. So, um... Although this is kind of a beginner course or whatever, um, it's not, it's got some length to it. So anyway, I'm gonna throw my star TL3. There's some folks coming up and there's some folks that are walking the course, but it don't seem to be playing disc golf. Um, you know, I've, that's always kind of annoying to me. At any rate, here I go, hole number 11. All right, so I'm up to hole 16 now. So I went ahead and parred, I got really mad at hole number 11. So I had a nice drive, had a good layup and made a putt. Um, and then I played hole 14. Um, I bogeyed that. Uh, I was very frustrated with that. I keep, I, even the easy, uh, putts are just not going in. It looked like it was going in and it just didn't. Um, so I'm pretty frustrated with that. I think I have a little bit something new. I, since I'm trying to play the TL3 mostly, um, instead of getting the full wind up, I'm going to keep facing the thing without turning around. Um, that seems to get a little bit more accuracy. It's still hyzering quite a bit, so I'm having to aim quite a bit to the right. So I'm going to have to break this sucker in quite a bit, it feels like. Um, hole number 16 is 343 feet, par 3, straight away. I can see it. Um, yeah, I should have had a little bit better look. There's a guy behind me that is throwing really a lot better than I'm throwing. Um, nice shot. He's going to birdie this one. I might let him play through on the next hole. All right, so I just finished up and just made the long walk to the car. It's, it's a pretty long walk. Um, I went ahead and parred holes number 17 and 18, which I'm happy about that because um, I hadn't been playing very well. 
Uh, they were about 340 and 370, I think, something like that. Um, I didn't wait for the guy behind me to catch up. He didn't seem to pop up when I got to hold of number 17, so I just went ahead and kept going. Um, let's see. The course is the course is good. It's, it would be helpful if you were a local and kind of knew where the holes usually are and that kind of thing and didn't have to kind of walk up. Um, that whole fiasco with hole 11 and 13, that was my bad. Uh, I should have just paid more attention to that. They have, do have signs with arrows and those kinds of things pointing out exactly where to go. Um, let's see, what else? Um, it's a beautiful day. It's starting to get hot. It's 11.30 local time. Um, so now I'm going to head back, and I think that we're going to go to check out one of the colleges, Arizona, I believe, um, get some pizza, and then we're going to go to um, this exhibit at the Botanical Gardens. Um some sort of Chihuly exhibit type thing. And it's supposed to happen after dark. So I think we're supposed to get there around five-ish, something like that. So um, it was good to get around in. Uh, I didn't have any double bogeys, which I was proud of that. Um, able to always get at least a four. Um, it looked like I didn't do quite as well as I did the first time I was here. I'm assuming part of that was I was a little more comfortable with my driver and probably didn't wasn't playing off a half swollen ankle it's not really that bad i think it's more in my head um wasn't able to get full power behind a lot of my drives because a little tentative but you don't really care about that do you no you don't care about mr pole jingles score it was eight over total so i shot five over for the back nine um back nine seems a little bit longer um than the front nine um with all the scrub brush, it's, you know, you do have to kind of shape your shots um, and not hit any of those types of things. Um, yeah, and then you got it, there's a little bit of distance. And that was in the recreational course. I still haven't played the, uh, I guess, professional course or whatever it is. I think it's supposed to be a little bit longer and maybe have a couple more par fours or something like that. But at any rate, I'm glad I got out. Uh, I hope that wherever you are, you are playing some disc golf and enjoying yourself. Um, Take care, everybody. This is Mr. Paul Jingles. I'm out. All right. So uh, here's a little surprise epilogue. Uh, today is March 16th. It's the day after I played. Um, and I went ahead and played the course again. I toyed with the idea of trying to play another course and doing a separate podcast. But then yesterday it kind of frustrated me a little bit. So I thought, well, I'm just going to go back and attack the one I already know and see if I can't do just a little bit better. Um, I did shoot a five over. Uh, which was three strokes better. Stroke! And um, so I'm happy with that. Uh, my drives looked a lot better, and that was satisfying. I started playing with the Mantra a bit more rather than trying to rely on the brand-new TL3. I did throw the TL3 in a couple shots, and I actually had my best shot probably on hole 17. I had a blind shot, and I used it uh, to get around a tree. It was more of an upshot than it was a drive, but... It worked, and it put it right underneath the basket, so I'm happy with that. Um, I didn't really observe anything too new. The only thing I really had, and this is, I think I criticized a little bit earlier during the podcast, was hole number two. Um, I think that throwing across uh, the drive, the like the plate way to get into the park, I think that's Bush League. I just don't think that you have plenty of room to have the hole short and there's a different position that is short and it should just always be in that. I don't think it should ever be on the other side of the drive. I probably feel a lot that way because I double bogeyed it. 
Um, that was earlier in the day, obviously, since it was hole number two. Um, and uh, I had a bad drive, went way up in the air, got too much air, and then various things happened. But I still, I still think that there's no need for that par four. If you're going to play um, par fours and those kinds of things, I think that you should just play the, the north course, which I walked up to hole number one just to look at it. And it was, uh, I think, par fours in both the long and the short position. They were over 500 feet. Couldn't see the basket. So I'm glad I just played the recreational course again. Um, I did do better the first time I ever played this course, which is a little frustrating, which I think was about four years ago. So I'm kind of wondering whether or not I was a better disc golf player four years ago or or what, or if I just got lucky or if it was a nicer day or, or what. But at any rate... Um, that's my little epilogue. I did play the course again, and I did shoot a little bit better. My foot is healing nicely. I think that was part of it. Part of it also might have been, um, trying to do a podcast at the same time. And then part of it was there was less people on the course, so I wasn't as distracted by other players and worrying about whether or not I was holding them up and trying to rush shots. So, at any rate, um, still hope you're out there playing disc, um, wherever you are. Hope it's warm. Um... And hope your shots go straight and you make all your putts. Take care, everybody.